Here we go. Um, also, Ezra can't be here today. His uh, wife is not feeling well. So may she have a refuah shleim. Okay, just a flu, nothing terrible, but still. Okay. Refikach, Amru ki elu shnei anoshim ha'ivrim hendosim vaviram. Right? Since tomorrow, I'll explain to us that it's not Shaykh. That's such a big thing, like the exile of Moshe Rabbeinu, should happen by Mikram. They should be just some random guy who decided to snitch on someone without even realizing what he's doing or who he's doing it to. That would be a very big happenstance that would be... Uh, uh, very difficult to swallow such a thing, being that we're dealing with Moshe Rabbeinu and Memele, the entirety of the of the Jewish people, right? And as we spoke about before, right, of course, Maral, every time he says this, that whenever you're talking about something really big, you're talking about all calls, you're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu, you're talking about Avram Rabbeinu, nothing is going to be by coincidence. So now, Noah is asking what? And things that happen with me, they are by coincidence. Yes. So now, first of all, maybe Noah is also, who knows, maybe we're, one day we'll know that Noah was uh, you know, Mashiach. And so then, of course, it was not. It would not have been. Be very, very worried about Klausrel. See? He's even worried about Klausrel, like, like, like Moshe Ben was. Okay. Very good. Um, but besides that, is, of course, on, on some very high level, um, everything happens for a reason. But that is potentially such a high level that people will never know. The Ramchal says, even in Olam Haba, there's going to be certain things you'll never know. You'll never know why that leaf blew along that street, you know, at that moment. That, right? That is uh, a level of idea that is way, way, way beyond right, the, um, what we will ever grasp. So, okay, now with us, maybe things will become clear eventually. But, but, but in this world, to see the Ashgach in that, right? Why did, you know, I sat on the bus right next to this person? Why, you know, why did that have to happen like that? And says, we. For our, from our perspective, that could potentially be the equivalent of, of random. Yeah. But something so big that's going to redirect your whole life and, and, and this, and it's going to change the flow of, of, of entire human history, that's, there's no way that that's going to happen randomly. Okay. So, Lefikach, Loboha Dover Hazeh Al Yedei Mikurak Al Yedei Mi Shehu. So it must be that these people were somehow definitionally such people. So that means that these are the, these are them. These are Dosan so, so it makes sense that it would be fitting that it should happen through them. And we see here another example. Noah, how did Hazal know that it was Dosan Laviram? Masora, right? Good. Maral is going to explain. Which he just did. He's done? He said it must be them because these villains are the arch nemesis of Moshe and the Jewish people, so it must have been these two. It could have been anybody else. 
Um, let's see if he said that. Yeah. Oh, that is what he's explained so far. He right. has given explanation so far. Wait, we'll, we'll see if he explains any more. But you're saying so far you find it unsatisfactory? Am I alone? It, it, you say? It, it must be. It's, it's like it's like the cops pinning every single possible mafia crime on like the on like the, the fall guy, and the, and the mob guys laughing. Ha 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 ha! We got away with it because doesn't have your own. Going to jail for everything. It has to be Dustin of Yerum. There's no other villains in all of Israel that could have done this. Say like, again, the Torah didn't tell us who it was, right? The Torah did not tell us who it was. Okay, so... It must have been Dustin of Yerum then? Well, if, if it wasn't obvious, the Torah would have told you. If it were obvious. Right? The fact the Torah had left it out. So if there's all these five or six bad things happen, we're saying it's from these people. Who are these people? So either it's random, yeah. and the Torah is random, or it's the same people each time, and the Torah doesn't bother mentioning either name. Or there's some really terrible villains that the Torah never mentioned, which would be strange. Korach's father. I don't know. I would, whatever, you know what I mean. Not, was that about him? Not, not Korach. You know what I mean. But the B'nai Korach, the people, the Hebra Korach. B'nai Korach, the ones that did Shuva? The, the, those who did not eat chuva and went, were swallowed down. Oh, Korach Vaydelso. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it, was one, maybe it was one of them. That's true, but there's two people here. Right? Okay. I'm going to push back on this too much, but it, it, it does seem strange to me, as I think it should be strange to everybody else here, <laughs> that this is just like this anonymous two guys. This hard just doesn't mention their name. And my was, was just like, must be them. Because they're always constantly a thorn in the Jewish people's sides, especially Moshe's side. Must be, must have been that way, right? Yeah, that's that's, okay. and also you tell me that they, they're mentioned almost every other time, right? In in instances where they're messing up things, right? No, no, no. Remember, let's let's take we a look. Really? Let's take a look at the midrash again. In the very beginning of the parak, Zadosnav Aviram Haim. Sha'amru Davarzeh, they're the ones that snitched on Moshe. Haim Shehosiru Minamon, they left over from the Mon, that doesn't say who it was that did it. Haim Sha'amru Nasna Rosh, let's appoint for ourselves a new leader and go back to Mitzrayim. Doesn't, the Torah doesn't say who did that. Okay, is that, is, is, it, is this, this level, one second, this Midrash? All these instances, including the one that we're talking about here, are all anonymous? Yes. So the Midrash, the Midrash is saying that he's a dozen of Yerim. Right. Just like, it, it, just like it's, it's anonymous here, so too is anonymous all the other cases. And over there, it's dozen, and the Midrash says it must be, it's dozen of Yerim? In all these cases. Well, so our, our authority is the Midrash. Of course, we're trying to understand the literature. We're not, we're not challenging the authority of anything. We're, we're trying to understand. You are, I think, bothered that the Midrash should jump to such a big assumption. Yes. Okay. Right? We're going to work through that now, or we're going to invite her? Okay. Right. So, step number one, he's going he's gonna to offer more, more of an explanation, but step number one is that he's saying that it, it's not just going to be random. 
such big events are not going to be random. They must be coming from people who are going to be archvilles, very, very important right. characters. Okay, so uh, so if, if the Torah has only ever presented us with one pair, okay. so then they must be the ones doing it. We don't have anybody else. The FBI have a whole bunch of mafia people on their list, right? Including the people that are bribing them. <laughs> um, but but uh, over here we have a very short list and yet we have these events that are being described and they're not being attributed to anybody specifically. So it makes sense that it would be these people. Dosen and Aviram are mentioned explicitly where? Well, um, by Korach Vedaso. Over there, you got the you got the Dosen Aviram challenging Moshe. Sukum mentioned them by name. Absolutely. All right. So we extrapolate from that to every other case. Yeah. The Kasher Tovin, but, but he, so far it's just a mathematical thing. He's just saying, listen, they've been mentioned. Here's also some bad things. So, you know, th- th- we're going to line this one up with that one. But Kasher Tovin, but, but, but if you understand it, then then it'll rest better with you, right? Divri Chachamim Teida. Ki dosan v'aviram hei misnagdim tomid l'moshe u'la'aron. They are the antithesis of Moshe and Aron. You got Moshe and Aron, you got dosan v'aviram. Just like Klauswell merited to have these two abstract concepts that are embodied in motion Aaron. So too Hashem created the world. Everything that you have in the positive, you must have a counterbalancing force. Luma. Luma uh, is, means uh, like par- uh, yeah, corresponding. corresponding. Yeah, if, if a person, if you think about it, a person himself, whatever mile a person has, he has the equivalent balancing histronos, right? That which, which to a certain extent even stem from those same miles. Right? So if Klausrel had a motion Aaron, they must also necessarily have a dust on the view. No free lunch. Right. Everything balances off out. The power is just, you got, uh, this person is more powerful, this person is more emotional, this person is more energetic, this person is more intellectual than other people. Fine. Then each one of those is going to bring with it its own challenge as well. So if Kalsra had the mile of motion Aaron, they also had the challenge of Dasnavirum. Kirahu Luumasa Tov Tomid. The two of them always have a balance. The evil and the good always have a balance. Lukach Hayami Yisrael based on Nashim Rushoyim Nivdolim Lira Misnag I'm sorry? Nivdalim Lira. Separated to evil, designated, oh. uh, sep- set off to the side, just for, for, for evil. evil. Right, it's not separated from. Set them. apart for evil. Misnagdim tomid el Moshe ve'el Torosso, and constantly opposing lefika chayu tomid elu 
Hashnaim misnagdim lahim ba'atzmo. So just like in the Torah, if we would say, and these two people, they did this incredible thing, we will say, oh, these two people did an incredible thing in Tzis Mitzrayim? Well, at, I guess that's probably Moshe and Aaron, right? Without, unless the Torah told me that it was, uh, you know, Nachshim ben Aminadav and... Uh, and Hur, or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Unless you tell me otherwise, I'm going to assume there is the, there is, there is these. So to hear to the opposite. Now again, it's important to understand something. Chazal, Chazal understand the language the Torah speaks, right? The Torah is coming to communicate, lo bo, Torah is not coming to make things more vague and more hidden and more complex. It's coming to help us understand. So it communicates with us in a way that if we listen carefully to it, we'll be able to hear. Yeah? And if it doesn't say something, it's because, it's because we can figure it out. Not you and I necessarily, but it means the, someone who knows called Torah Kula. And also the, knows the secrets of the Torah, really intimately, deeply connected to it, then you'll be able to figure it out. That's what Chazal are always doing. Right? Chazal are listening to the Torah carefully, like uh, like it says that that on the first luchos between each, like next to each of the Aserah Sejibras, it was written in, all the details of, the, of every mitzvah that's uh, because the the Aserah Sejibras are like an umbrella mitzvahs that contain inside of them all 613 mitzvahs. So in so written together with the, each one of the Jibras was all the sub mitzvahs that are okay, underneath that umbrella, and with all the details of each mitzvah. Exactly how it's meant to be carried out. All written on the luchos. Really? That's pretty impressive. Well, Hashem had a very, very small stylus. Did he have very, a very thin? Did he have a mechanism for one to read the detailed writing that was on the stylus? Electron microscope. Was it really? What? Was it really? That's what it would have, that's what it would have taken. Right. <laughs> um, so, obviously, rather, what it means is yeah. that if you if you were looking at the luchos, right, you were so connected to what it's saying. This is the this is the the Yad Hashem, right? The, you could in those words you could see the entirety of 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 all the Torah and and, and all the Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat Contained inside those words by inference, or by, or by, by just sensitive reading. I'm not sure what the difference between those two is. The mechanism of getting to the to the intent behind the words. You, know, you would just read the words, and they would just go straight in, right? Like Hazal say, when we heard from Hashem, Anochi Hashem right? Nitka Torah Bulibum. The Torah was the, the the Torah was established in our hearts, and when we heard Lo Elokim right? So the the entirety of of uh, of Avodah and everything that comes with it was approved from our hearts. 
Right? So it means the the the, uh, the Moshe Rabbeinu he received the Torah. He he knew he knew everything. He, he didn't have to learn all the drushes and everything. And the, he he knew it all. Right. So the point is that it's all there. It's all inside the Torah. Chazal have a very sensitive ear and, and a perceptive eye, and they can pick it out. They they hear what the Torah is saying. And that's what the moral is showing us over here. And obviously, he's not necessarily giving us the full depth over here. Maybe we're not capable of, of getting it. Okay. But step number one is he's saying, it's got to be somebody big. Step number two is specifically the the one that are going to be misnagged to Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be the ones who are spiritually his mirror image. The, the ones that are the opposite of him. Ones that oppose him. Guess why? Guess why the moral wants to bring this midrash. Ari. Um, that Dasan is connected Moshe specifically, and Aaron connected Aviram. That's right. Very good. Shenemar tisne rosh v'neshuvel mitzrayma umagam leikvam tiftach aretz v'tivla dasan v'tichas al adas avirim. Sorry, I think I misread. So what is it prevented that they that they finally were not, you know, they didn't take over the rulership of Klausrel is that they were swallowed up by the earth. Yeah? Yes, yeah, so it brings like Kazak Vatitavarts Vativla, that's Dasan, Vatichas Al Adas Aviram. So the mouth opened with swallowed Dosan, and then Aviram was covered up. Like two different outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 what are you saying? Well, the, the matter is learning the Pasuk in two pieces. That specifically Dosan, the mouth of the earth opened and ate him. And Aviram, it says it's going to cover him. So two different. That's what you said already, sorry. Right. No, but, uh, but, but, but. Maybe what you're pointing out is that seemingly there's because each one of the, they weren't just like two twins and kind of doing the same thing. The, the two of them also were evil <coughs> in slightly different ways. The two of them, Dasan and Aviram, mm-hmm. and I even have a proof from it from a pasuk, not from this pasuk, another pasuk. I have a proof for it, another pasuk. Can you bring a proof for me that they were evil in very very drastically different ways, Dasan and Aviram? Let's go back to the very be- read the first sentence in the, in the beginning of this parrot. That means you have to go back five pages. Keep going. Keep 
Why are they fighting with each other? They should be best friends, you know, like the two evil guys that are like sitting around plotting together. Right? Why are they fighting with each other? The answer is because they represent different midos. In fact, oppositional to a certain extent. Moshe and Aaron are quite opposite. Right? Moshe is like this fiery powerhouse, right? And Aaron is running around trying to make friends and peace with everybody, right? So, obviously, on the side of good, they can both subjugate themselves to Hashem and, and serve Hashem and work together to save Klaus, right? But they are opposite Midos of Netzach and Hod, right? So, Das and Aviram are also opposite. Now, when left to their own devices, so they're smacking each other or raising their hand to strike one another, right? Because they're evil in two different ways. And so they're going to be fighting each other. But once, but, you know, but once, uh, once Moshe comes to the scene, then the two of them unite in their mutual hatred, mutual hatred of, of the one who is good. Yeah, but they're different. Now, and, and that's why he, the Midrash over here, that I think that's what Ari is pointing out, is that the Midrash says the death, it breaks it up into two different parts, right? The Vitivtach Aretz, Vitivla Dosan, swallowed up Nosan, and it covered up Aviram. So they, they have to suffer two different types of death. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. yeah. If only if it will be applicable to our discussion of Dosan Aviram. Can you explain the difference between Netzach and Hod? Netzach is Netzach is Moshe. That's fiery. You know, he's gonna go there and get angry and smash through and overcome and and, and conquer. But isn't that an element of chesed? Isn't that like a uh, an extension of chesed? I see. He's gonna go out there. He's gonna conquer. He's gonna smash through. Yeah. That's expansive. But it's it's an element of of destruction in it, which sounds like kavura. Destruction of any barrier, but but it's expansive. It, chesed means expansive. Right. Din means contractive. Right. Okay. okay. And hold is I acknowledge, I, I admit, I understand, I, I, I scale back. I That's all right. Yeah. I'm going to give way over here. Yeah. I'm not, not going to stand my ground. I'm going to make peace. I'm going to negotiate. I was associated arm with Chesed, and therefore I would I would assume that Netzach is is more an expansion of Chesed. I mean, I, then I miss, I maybe misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. Chesed is expansion. Yeah. Then is contraction. All right. Well, Moshe, no. Opposite. I was associated arm with, with Chesed. He's the nice That's guy. Right? Not, 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 not accurate. Not, uh, they're all nice guys. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Yes, Aaron wanted to make peace with people. Okay. So there was a situation where there was a certain challenge. So you take a step back, and he would, he would be flexible. He would make it work. Okay. He wanted, he wanted peace. Yeah. Uh-huh. Moshe's. Moshe would pile you down. He would with his brothers, Livium. Right. Right. The negative. Uh, am I am I schlepping some weird 
problem is I associated, always associated Aaron with Chesed. Because the coin conover into Chesed. Um, Kohanim do do have to do with Chesed. That's true. Things are complicated, right? Aaron was out to do more. Yeah, he was. Uh, I understand. I understand why you're saying it. That's why things stay pure when you're talking about up higher, like Avram and Yitzhak, etc. When you're coming down, then th- things tend to become a little bit more. Netzach is, on the one hand, is uh, yeah, is on the side of is expansive, but on the other hand, it is uh, does use power. Mm-hmm. So. It's also how we use Chesed. Locally. Yeah, that's it's, for sure. It's way beyond what Chesed right. means. You know, so you're saying, well, isn't mm-hmm. is what I'm doing called Chesed? We yeah. would call that Chesed, right. But, right. but that's not what. Right. No, but but Noah, but Noah, right. But Noah is pointing right. out that Kohanim represent the meat of Chesed uh, compared to the Levim who represent the meat of Din, mm-hmm. and Kohanim come from Aaron and the Levim come from Moshe. So that is a valid point. Okay. okay anyway, um, but the point is that they are different characteristics, and that's why uh, Dos and Aviram are different characteristics. That's why Dos and Aviram are fighting with one another, and that's why Dos and Aviram ultimately um, suffer two different modes of destruction. Haray, Sheilu Shneihem Hemisnagdim LeMoshe Rabbeinu Alava Shalom Kemoshe Hayu Shnei Shalmei Yitzira Shalahayu Kemosom Just like there were two perfect ones I'm not sure why Yitzira Meaning of two perfectly formed ones Meaning Moshe and Aaron Kach Nimsa Shnaim Keneged Hara Luma Satov So too there is the two evil ones Vekashe Ratzak Boruch Hushiyeh Moshe Boreach, haya boreach al yedei misnagdim eila. So he would run away because of them. To a certain extent, uh, Moshe should have been the coin battle. So there's a certain level of crossover over here, right? Hashem offered Moshe Rabbeinu to be the coin battle. He declined it? Yeah. He said, well, take Aaron. Take let, him, let him do it. Let him be the savior of Kalsro. Because Hashem was mistaken in the first proposal? Yeah, that's... There's a whole... About like an entire aliyah worth of psukim in Parsha Shmos about <laughs> the shackle of Atari between Moshe and Aaron. 
where, where it's coming from, humility, not wanting to hurt Aaron, etc., etc. Obviously, Hashem criticized him for it, and he lost out because of it. But, okay. You're not perfect either. No, no, I am perfect. <laughs> okay. Obemidrish tel chuma. Amru nitsotus yotzeis mi akvosehem. There were sparks coming out from their heels. Ramzu beze al hamachloikus hakashe shayu nimshochim acharov hu mides hadin hakashe. Veromaz mashe haya nitsotsos yotsos miakvosehem vehaya rufuim. Hmm? I was going to say, I don't remember this. I think oh, this is the, the new I, I don't have this, right, I don't have yeah. this in my Gvurus Hashem. I was going to say, I don't, I'm, I'm currently borrowing this. I don't have this in my Gvurus Hashem. This is a, uh, from one of those sections that was crossed out in the, um, in the printed version. That they found the Xavyad and put it in. Interesting. Should we read it anyway? We said. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't have it either. Ah, oh, you guys don't have it? Harvin doesn't bring it? You should ask for your money back. All those notes, and the only thing you didn't do is include <laughs> the, the, the Xavyad? That's the next volume. Oh. Wow. Okay. I guess you didn't have any room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Interesting. So, so the the Yalkut, the Yalkut Shmos over here seems to be describing the level of fighting that Dustin and Viram were doing, as describing that there were sparks coming out from underneath their heels. Means they were really um, going at it. Just being literally. Not necessarily, okay. but it's meant to be. Certainly, the context that it would carry behind it is meant to be taken seriously. Yeah, Ramos Bezeh, Alam Melchemus Hakasha Shehayu Nimshachim Achrov. This is alluding to the tremendously powerful war that was coming on the. Heels of this, who means a dinakasha? This is the very strict, very very tough, strict uh, ju- uh, justice. Sounds like they went weak a little bit in the war. Lemosha. No. You have to insert a word here. There's a mistake. Not Shehaya Rufun. That's me. Sheim Haya. Seemingly, you have to say. Sheim Haya.
שאם היה רפואים, או היו, שאם היו רפואים, that if they would have been a little bit less passionate in this war that they were fighting, then they would not have managed to actually stand up to Moshe. Meaning, Moshe was a pretty powerful man and fairly charismatic as well. So there would not have been literally sparks flying between these two. They would not have, you know, reacted to him. I mean, they would have buckled. But because they were in the pitch pitch of of anger and, and fighting, that's why they they they, they uh, went against Moshe as well. Aval the fire that was there, that's why they went and they snitched on him to be executed. You're saying really Dustin Aviram were two of them connected just Moshe initially, but when Moshe deferred from the Kahuna, then it became one to one? Oh, um, I did not say that. As Ari is asking Akasha, before you give Terutsum, first ask the Kasha that's leading you to the stairs. Mm-hmm. Ari is asking that seemingly we've been told that Dustin Aviram are connected Moshe and Aaron. Where's Aaron? So, but Aaron's not here, and he has Moshe, so the, the two of them are coming against Moshe. Why the two of them coming against Moshe? There should only be one paralleling to Moshe. There should only be one connected Moshe. So then uh, Ari is proposing that really the, the fact that there's Moshe and Aaron in the end, right, that there's the two people, there's two brothers, Moshe and Aaron, leading Klaus, well, that's a big Lechat should have been Moshe doing the whole thing. Right? The fact that he kept being humble and kept refusing, etc., so then she said, fine, so then you know, you'll do it together with Aaron. So Ari's proposing a terrace to his kasha, right? Yeah, I thought you were alluding to when you said that Moshe initially was supposed to be the Kohen Kadol as well. I, no. Okay. I, I wish I was that far, farsighted. Uh-huh. Uh, the the terrace being that Moshe represents both at the same time, at, the, at this point. That's what Ari's currently He was proposing. the only one, right. right. They're both opposing him. Yeah. So that's why the two of them would be would be misnagged to him, because he's currently and just representing both of those. I hear I hear the mahalach. Obviously, I'll dare pshat. You could just say that no, that the, listen, they were the arch enemies. They were the old, you know, they were the two bad guys. So he's the one good guy, but nonetheless, so it's okay. So one of them is probably going to be more against him than the other. Maybe the one that, yeah, you know, I don't know, whichever one, probably the one raising his hand against the other one. That would be the one. Can I get Netzach, right? Mm-hmm. The one that's actually about to strike the other one, even though they're both called uh, um, Reim, they're, they're, they're called um, Peers, Dosnavirim. Plus, it refers to them as, as being equal, right? So, even the one, even the other one is also Russian. But so, so, right, so the two of them are, are both evil, one of them is maybe more lined up with Moshe. But nonetheless, so they, so they they stood up against Moshe, right, and uh, to the point of being Moser him. Mm-hmm. That would be, I would say, their pshat. But I hear the I hear the machshava. It's a very interesting machshava. Mm-hmm. Potentially, this time Moshe represents both. 
um, something to jot down and think about. Does Harkin comment anything on that? Uh, well, we don't have this piece of reading. All right. So that would be difficult. Okay. Um, okay. So, if it would just be that one of them stepped on the other one's toes by accident and they kind of got upset at one another, then this wouldn't be, you know, a, a fundamental machlaikis between them. Meaning the only time that you're going to really have sparks flying between you and somebody else is if they're exhibiting the mida that to a certain extent is, is antithetical to you. Right? If... Um, if someone was walking by on Wallen and threw a wrapper down on the... On the street over there, Noah saw this. That man would not be reaching the end of the wall. <laughs> He'll bury him in the snow. <laughs> so Noah would probably you know, get a little bit get a little bit uh, upset about that. But if there were teenagers hanging around over there doing things that are antithetical to Noah's family values, right? Then there would be then there would be f- sparks flying. Yes, all of them we buried in stuff. <laughs> so, so the point is that uh, wall. First of all, the po- point important takeaway is if you're going to be doing anything <laughs> funny, just don't do it on the wall. Uh, because we, that street is uh, very seriously patrolled. <laughs> but second message, second takeaway is that the things that really get to us are things that are really you know antithetical to our to our meadows. Right, so the the way that the, the reason why the fire was burning so much is because Dustin and Avira were touching on very fundamental issues to their evil conduct. Just okay? one saying you should be evil like this, and saying no, you should be evil like that. It was a very very deep machleik is happening over here. amarnu. So he's saying, so Harech Hazal knows there were sparks flying from underneath their heels, how much they were, you know, running at each other, because then that's going to be, that, then that means that they're fighting for the most important thing to them. And that's not Mikra, that's Petsum. And this type of a big thing, it's not going to happen because you spilled your coffee on me. It's going to happen because of a fundamental thing. The, to cause the exile of Moshe Rabbeinu, that has to be triggered by something very fundamental. Okay? It's between the two of them. Yes. But they, 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 they're, arguing, they're arguing about a situation. It's like they're each looking at a situation, and they're arguing about how to handle that situation, or they, they're say, something well, whatever them. it may be. That doesn't make a difference. But this is, but this is the heart of the, the of difference. the matter. So therefore, it's not a mikra. It's it's a batsum. 
and, and that level of of machloikus, that's what it takes to the Moshe tries to intervene. That's when they uh, they snitch on him and he's exiled. Yeah, they shouldn't be bimikra. Aval Akshav, shehayan yitzotzos yotzos mi ikvoseihem kolkach hayu dvukim b'machloikus shamachloikus lahem be'etzim. They were this was life and death. The heavens are hated mode. Try to understand this. Vayomer l'rosham. Lama takere echam. So Moshe Rabbeinu said to the evil one, why are you striking your friend? You guys have this paragraph? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Darshu. Hakis. Volon namar el take. She said, Hakisa, why did you hit your friend? But rather it says, Take, why do you strike your friend? Loshan Asid. Future tense. Why why will you strike your friend? Right now you got the you got this grammar down cold, no? That's right, it's the future tense, not the present tense. Well, no, hikisa, past tense. Oh, Lahakot. Hikisa. Oh, uh, hey, his brother. Yes. Lehakot. Uh-huh. No, so not, not why did you strike, why will you strike? Yes. Afalgav, what? Did you translate it as why would you strike? I. As long as it's future tense. You can do whatever you want as long as you keep a future tense. <laughs> okay? Afal Gav, Shalo Hikahu. You know, he did, so it turns out he did not yet hit him. Nikro Rasha Baharamas Yad. Unless he's called an evil man for, for raising his hand to strike against his fellow. The Biruzem Ki Haramas Yad, who. The raising of the hand is the... When you raise your hand, what do you do? Why do you raise your hand against someone? Why not just hit him without the raising of the hand? You want to strike him now. Like that. Why do you do like that? Well, it's just a jab. What? Why not just a jab. You raise your hand, it's like a, it's like a big... I'm going to knock this guy out. Good, it's a wind-up, right? So when you raise your hand, right, what you're doing is you're winding it up. Right? To, so, you, so you're already, you're building up the power, right, to do this evil action. And Moshe intervened at that, at that moment like this? Yes. Imagine be like, wait, he grabs his arm. Why'd you do that? It could be, it could be Moshe grabs his arm. Okay, well, uh, so we'll have to um, pause here and we'll revisit this. What? Why? Who cares? This week. Who cares if it's what, what, what actually happened? I mean, who cares if it's like this or actually did it? It's a chiddush, meaning the, the Torah wants to teach you that even the wind-up, I mean, let's say you wound up and then afterwards 
for so, whatever reason yeah. you, you you didn't end up uh, hitting him he he ran away or he ducked or or someone came in and you you got scared or whatever it may be right but the the wind up itself is is already an evil act but we'll see model's going to talk about it a little more okay, okay.